Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back to FNA Van Life, the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And today we are going to be talking to one of our subscribers, one of our followers for a long time on the channel, Christina. But before we get into talking to her, let's give you a quick little update of On the Road. We are in Washington State right now. It is an absolutely beautiful place. Um, the last couple of days have been really beautiful and sunny, but then all day today has been gloom fast. And a little bit of yesterday, too. So we've uh, we've been running out of power. Yeah, so right now we're literally plugged into our Max Oak that got a tiny bit of power on the drive out to this like little camp spot for the night. So we're like, okay, we got to do this real quick before we run out of power. <laughs> yeah, we've been having a little bit of issue with our DC to DC charger. It's something that I'm going to have to look into uh, before, even while we're in Alaska. Well, last week in the podcast, we talked about our Alaska issues. And if you guys have watched this week's video on YouTube, you'll know that we did get denied at the border. Yeah, but this week's video on YouTube is much different than this week's podcast. I guess the podcast listeners get a more up-to-date, uh, you know, life, a little more real like lifetime. Exclusive action. Oh, gosh. Podcast family. Look at you go. Damn, you guys get along. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if we want to say more, but... Basically. We have another way to get to Alaska, yeah. and hopefully this week we will, by the end of this coming week, we'll be on our way. And we'll be posting about it online and whatnot as well, because yeah. uh, we do want to let you guys know that there is a way. It is the only way to get to Alaska with an RV or van this summer uh, until at least said border is open. But yeah. as of right now, they don't seem to be open in any time Oh, soon. my gosh. And, like, I feel like the news that we've been hearing lately about, like, the border agents are all about to strike before mm -hmm. the border opens. And, like, it just seems like it's going to be a big old mess. Yeah, very big mess. Yeah, for, like, a little while still. So, definitely, if Alaska is on your list of places that you want to get to this summer, um, stay tuned for next week if you can't wait. You can always uh, DM us on Instagram, and maybe we'll uh, we'll give you a little inside scoop. Yeah, for sure. You know, we're always willing to help out, answer questions, and uh, give you guys advice on whatever it is van life related. And it, even if you just have some questions or need somebody to talk to, we're always here for you. Absolutely. And so for the last couple of days, we've been doing urban van life in this town called Bellingham, which is just north of Seattle. It is a super cute it kind of reminds me of the town that i went to college in um in peterborough ontario it's like mm. very much a college town but there's a super cute downtown tons of cool restaurants and bars um we were able to find lots of vegan food we got mm. vegan desserts we got vegan tacos um so much good food and all that food was delicious so i bet anything that is not vegan is also delicious <laughs> in this town too yeah. uh just because we eat one way doesn't mean that we are against others doing what they like. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, it's been nice to kind of do city life 
for a little while. We got some showers in. We, um, you know, went to some dog parts, which Paco really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And it's just been nice to kind of meet up with some people as well. The first person we met up with, we actually met through iOverlander. Her name is Brittany, and she was super sweet. Her and her husband have been traveling for a while now, but they've been traveling all over the world. Backpacking. Backpacking. Not via van, but they definitely rented a couple vans during their travels, and they seem to love van life, and they're actually building out something for themselves right now. It was super awesome to meet her. She was really fun and sweet, and man, do they edit some great video, too. Yeah, we're definitely going to let you guys know when they drop their YouTube channel, finally, because she sent us one of the like videos that's basically ready, but she hasn't it's dropped unlisted. yet. It was so good. Um, blows our videos out of the water, I feel like. like uh, I was like, yes. wow! It's just like, it was Teach just like very own. well edited. Anyways, I thought it was really cool because we've literally never met up with anybody from iOverlander. And she posted about this park in the city that you could park around. And that was very nice of her to do anyways. Yeah. And then in that posting, she said, and I live nearby, so if you want to, like, here's my email address, you know... My house is always open if you want, like, showers, showers or, or whatever. Kitchen. And, like, we weren't going to take her up on that, but she was also, like, you know, I also love coffee, and there's a great coffee shop nearby if you ever want to, like, you know, grab a cup of coffee and, you know, chat. Yeah, it was super uh, gracious of her to do all those things and allow people that, you know, that in the past have came through their house. And uh, it's just really nice when you meet people like that that are so willing to put themselves out there and, you know, give give back to people and help out one another because that's what this lifestyle is all about. Yeah, uh, she told us a story about this family that came to stay one time. They the found them on I over. I thought they had like seven Five, kids yeah, or something, something like crazy. That. Like a, a very large amount of kids plus two adults. And they, she said they were the most gracious, like super awesome people like they had a shower schedule like everybody knew who was going when they yeah. like took over her kitchen and like everybody had their jobs and she just said it was like the most cool experience ever yeah, maybe that will be one of our next guests on this uh podcast brit and steve yeah maybe we'll have brit and steve there you on. Go. just gotta reach out and see if they're up for it i'm sure they will be yeah so the next friend that we met actually reached out to us she saw our video this week of us trying to cross the border and she was like hey guys like you know, I love your channel. If you're ever in Bellingham again, like, give me a shout. So I just looked over at Alex and I was like, hey, we just got this message. Uh, do you want to meet up with her? I'll let her know that we're actually in Bellingham right now. And sure enough, Alex was on board and we hit her up and she could not believe it. Yeah, she was super excited. Um, she messaged us just yesterday and then we were like, uh, we're going to go for this hike tomorrow. Do you want to come with us? And she was like, yes, I do. So we went on this beautiful waterfall hike today. Just It was like five minutes outside of downtown of the city, which is, like, super cool. Yeah, and it was great because we were allowed to have Paco off leash at some points of it. Uh, it is also a swim hole, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I went in for a dip, which was really nice. Yeah, Alex got a little refreshing. Actually yeah. And then we also had some showers today, Yeah, was great. We got some free showers today, actually. I was surprised. We went to the aquatic center. It said they were $3 each, plus you could get a towel for $1. And we walked in, and they were like, oh, it's free. Don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. we were like, all right, sweet. Thank you so much. It's like, I don't know, it kind of seems like the universe and the flow of everything is kind of putting itself together just perfectly for mm -hmm. us right now. I will say they weren't the greatest showers ever. But <laughs> but a shower is a shower. A let's shower be, is 100% a shower. Let's be gracious. Let's be grateful for what we get. I'm so grateful. It's just I want to set like a realistic expectation that... 
if you're like us and living in a van, when you get a shower, it's the best thing ever. And it doesn't matter like how skeevy the bathroom is. You're like, I'm getting a shower and that's all I mean, that there's, matters. There's probably an there's extent. Level, yeah, there's for sure. Level. But I've, I've literally never turned down a shower. No. Even in the places that I was like, wow, this is gross. I threw on my shower shoes and I yeah. made it quick. The shower shoes <laughs> make it doable. Oh my gosh, yeah. But anyway, so it was really nice hanging out with Christina today. She is in the process of building out a Pro Master, but a shorter Pro Master. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited to share her journey with you. Everybody's in a different phase of this van life adventure. Yep. So some people are, you know, they've been on the road for a decade or, you know, like however many years. years. And like they know everything there is to know about this lifestyle. And some people, are still like just heard about it you know like and then there's the spectrum of everybody in between so it's really cool to talk to christina and see that like she's so passionate and excited about this lifestyle um and i'm just really excited for what's on the horizon for her yeah she's such a sweet person too i think that the opportunities are going to be endless for her and she's going to really learn a lot about herself too since she's doing this solo um yeah, we're going we're gonna to jump right into this podcast with her because I think what we're all here is to hear her story and why she's here and what she's looking forward to with van life. You're just in the beginning stages yes. of building your van. Mm-hmm. What kind of inspired you to buy the van, get into van life, even like try and like go down this alternate path? Mm-hmm. I So I stumbled across a YouTube video one day of van life and struck my curiosity and so I started watching more and then I went down that rabbit hole for hours I remember like the day it was like I was there for like five hours on YouTube just watching a whole bunch of videos and I was like oh my gosh this is amazing um because I was working at the coffee shop I actually had three jobs at the time I was bartending I was a barista and I was also working at an insurance office for my brother and then I don't know just the whole idea of like the freedom to be able to travel and like see Literally anything you want to see, mm-hmm. but also still be able to have, like, income on the road. I was like, I want to do that. That's so cool. And then it was just years of me obsessing on YouTube, watching every YouTube video that exists, <laughs> and which brought me to 2021. And I found the van in January, and then on January 15th, went down and picked it up. I was terrified. Driving there to go buy it was the biggest purchase I ever made of my life, but the best decision I think I ever made. That's awesome. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And not only that too, like the people that I've like virtually met and talked to like during the whole time of like, um, you know, if I'm watching somebody do the builds, because I did a lot of watching people build there, I had questions and people were so nice and Mm -hmm. always answered them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, this is so great. Like these people are really like genuine people and you meet so many people. So I think, I don't know, just all of those things combined really attracted me to the whole community of van life so yeah it seems like everybody out here really wants to help each other and be like a positive aspect on each other's lives Mm -hmm. which uh we find in the community all the time just like living out in it as well yeah um and being like pillars of of having people talk to us about like build stuff we always try to get back and answer all questions we can as well i think it's so important to help each other out and like continue to create this type of good feeling and vibe around this community Mm -hmm. you know well because no matter how far you are in like your van life process like you know we're on the road and we're traveling whatever we were you yeah 
you know, not that long ago. Yeah, we had to start And somewhere. we had yeah. the questions, and we were, like, confused about how everything worked, mm-hmm. and, like, how do you build it, and how do you put it together. Yeah, yeah and imagine if everybody that, like, I think at the, that point in time, I actually think I might have messaged, like, Eamon and Beck or something like that. And even and they, like, they answered. They got back to and, us, like, and, like, I, I said to, like, Mr. and Mrs. Adventure, like, hey, I like your uh, shower set up, and, like, we're going to do something just like it. And they answered right back. And, mm-hmm. like, it was just really cool to, like, see that all the people that were in this um, in this lifestyle all had a similar focus, and that was, like, helping each other. Yeah. I love that about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So, like, what have you done any travel previous to, like, trying to get in a van or anything like that? Is there something <clears throat> there that's inspired you at all? Not really. Um, the m- most I've traveled, well, my best friend lives in Florida. Okay. She lives in Miami. So that's, like, the extent of, like, the traveling I've done in my adult life, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, I've gone to um, Disneyland a couple times, okay. but not really. It's But always, I always have that desire to go, but it just never really happened because I was mm-hmm. just working all the time. for And for what? Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, yeah. just to pay bills and live. And, it, yeah, so... But I always had the desire. And when this opportunity... I don't know. I feel like just seeing the whole idea of van life as a whole and just really understanding like why people do it mm-hmm. it's like kind of just like that light bulb clicks of like wow like that's i want to do like you know just the desire to travel and explore mm-hmm. and go wherever you want to go and for, so, from yeah. like a, a standpoint of like um where you are now compared to when you are i want you to like look back on this couple of years from now and be like oh man this is what i thought i was gonna get out of van life so, like, what do you think you're going to get out of van life in the future? Like, what, like when you look back on this, do you think that you'll be right with whatever you're going to say right now? Honestly, no. Probably <laughs> me totally. Like, I'll, like, in three years, I'll have a conversation and be like, wow, I was so, so young, naive and had no clue what I was going to myself <laughs> right. into. But I'm excited for that, though. Like, the, the idea of just going wherever and just rolling with it. Like, I don't know. I've always had a very nomadic personality, and especially because... I've had so many jobs since I graduated high school and I, the coffee shop I work at, we have over 20 locations and I've worked at every single one of them. And I just, I bounce around because if I stay in one spot for too long, I'm like, okay, I need a different like environment. And that is very small compared to like living in a van and traveling. But the idea of being able to, if you like a place, stay, if you don't like it, move on. Mm-hmm. If you, or if you want to see something, just go, yeah. you know? So I feel like I will like it a lot, but it will obviously come with challenges and I will learn a lot Uh and grow as a person. And I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Do you think that like the online van life community has given you a realistic expectation of like the good and the bad, like you said, because I feel like often van lifers get in trouble for like only showing like the beautiful parts Mm -hmm. or like, you know, the great views out the side door, like whatever. But then you know, do you feel like you've been set up with, like, a realistic expectation of what it would be like? I would say yes and no to that. Because I feel like a lot of, almost every van lifer who is on YouTube, they always be like, okay, here's the reality of it. But I feel like sometimes even with those, there is a little bit of... Floof. Floof yeah. with it, right? <laughs> yeah, so I definitely watch videos with that expectation, knowing, like, this is the highlight reel of it. Right. You know, it's not, you know, it's not always perfect. And people do share that, which is good. So and I think... Mm sharing that or like it helps set that expectation but you never really know until you You experience it yourself yourself, right Mm -hmm. so and the couple small short trips that I've done just trying you know dry camping out of the van because I don't have any power or anything yet um I've you know like 
where am I going to stay? Like, what am I going to do? And like, but learning, but I've also learned a lot in, okay, I overlander or <laughs> no, yeah. you know, like all these apps and everything. So, but yeah, so I would say yes and no. Yes, because they do say like, this is not realistic, but no, because you won't really know until you're doing it. Fair. You know? So yeah. yeah. I got to ask like, out of the people that you watch, like who are the people that you feel like you get the most realistic, like uh standpoint from? Oh. Just so, like, people out there listening know who to go and watch, in mm-hmm. a sense, you know? Yeah. Um, gosh. Honestly, I really like your guys' videos, to be totally honest. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are, really are so real, and I feel like you guys are so different from so many van lifers in the sense of a lot of van lifers are like, here's this amazing, incredible thing that we did today. And I, I don't know, like, there's something different about you guys. I just really like your vibe. Oh, so I love sweet. it. I do tell people about you guys. I'm like, they're smaller, but they, they're just so, I love them so much. And just, you know, I don't know. I, I would say you guys, but also, like, as far as, like, trying to see, like, get inspired and, like, with the Pan American Highway, because that was, like, mm-hmm. the one thing. Because I was watching, I watched Trenton Alley and then Max and Lee. Yeah. Um, was what, I didn't even know what the Pan American Highway was until mm-hmm. I saw that they were doing it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I didn't even know you could do that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think they were really good in the yeah. sense mm-hmm. of being able to see like what you could do. Yeah, and give you your inspiration of what you might want to do in your future. That's mm-hmm. awesome. But I really like your guys' channel. I love it so much. Oh, Thank and you. I'm not saying that because I'm here with you. Yeah, so we've got her like handcuffed. Yeah. <laughs> you must say no, after that. Right. Seriously life. though, I feel like you guys really are I would say like the most relatable for me. Yeah. And like yeah. you know, like in my life and whatnot. But in just in the sense that I just feel like I vibe with you guys. Like I yeah. watch your stuff, I'm like, I really like them. They're yeah. so cool. Like Well, hopefully like the people listening don't feel like that was like a setup question because it kinda <laughs> like Frank's like, Who's your favorite? Well, yeah, I, I don't it, yeah, was, it wasn't really meant to set up and even if she didn't say us, like I wouldn't be upset about right. it. Because like everybody has a different point of view mm-hmm. on what they're relatable to. Like like you said, you relate to us and that's what makes us uh so so nice for you to to be able to watch and mm-hmm. um i really do believe that we try to show all aspects of the lifestyle yeah there are definitely are parts that are floofed up you yeah. know because I mean? then who would watch or you like right? capture right. it after the fact because like when you're like in it you don't you don't think to like pick up your camera right. so then after the fact when you're talking about it you've already kind of like gone through it mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but i will agree with you that some of my favorite van lifers were the ones who were doing the Pan American yep. Highway and traveling through because at the time when I was like sitting at my office, like, mm-hmm. you know, working, watching YouTube videos, um, that was like my biggest dream was to like do all of Central America. And yeah. so I was binging all of that content because everybody that you meet is like, oh, it's so scary and like, don't do that and like, don't mm. go there. Right. But then I'm watching these people who are doing it. And I'm like, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah and it yeah. gives you, like, a realistic expectation of, like, the fact that you can do things that people tell you you can't do it. Right. Like, I mean, I can't, can't, I can't even explain to you how many people have told us, like, not to go down to Mexico or not to go here. But yet we watch people who do it and literally say that it was perfectly fine. Yeah, obviously, just like anywhere else, you need to make sure that you're watching your back and know what you're getting into. Do your research. You know, you're going to want to stay in some places that are um, more secure in certain situations. And, yeah, just just do your due diligence so you don't wind up getting, yeah. you know, yeah. abducted or whatever it is that they think that's going to happen happen to you, you know? Right, mm-hmm. yeah. I think, yeah, for, with that, though, my family, I think, was, like, 
when I first told them like, I want to buy a van someday and I want to travel. Like they were just like, Mm, that's not very safe. Like, you, down, you know, it's not very safe down there. It's like, actually, though, like, well, you know. <laughs> you have to, like, really think about it, right? Like, the our families have been brought up to think that you have to live in a stationary home. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the goal. The goal is to get the 9-to-5 job, to live in a stationary home, and your life's set. Yeah. Like, have the family, have the kids, like, do those things. That's what everybody else does, so that's, that's life, yeah. you know? But realistically, you could do whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you set your mind to. I think as long as you are setting goals and achieving them, you can make whatever it is that you want happen. Yeah. I, like I said, when I first like fell in love with the idea of van life, I was like, I have to have a wet bath. I have to have a fixed bed. I have to, I want the biggest pro master so I can do like the whole, like, I would like Trent Alley's build was like the first build that I saw that I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I was like, why aren't more people doing this? And so yeah. I was so stuck and fixated on the idea of having the biggest fan with the wet bath, the, all the things. And I feel like the longer that I have this, the more I'm like, no, I don't, I don't need that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. So, so like, well, uh, and I think probably, sorry, that that comes from also kind of living in the that's, space that's a little bit. Yeah. Because it's not like you just have the van and then you're parked outside of, mm-hmm. you know, in a driveway. You're kind of like, living in it already when it's like not all the way built yeah Yeah, you're moving around you're feeling it out you understand what you really need and what what is like more of a necessity compared to like a want a want yeah and and like even oh my god my want list and our first van was a mile and a half long (laughs) because i watched so many you know van tours and builds i I literally was like i need all of these things or like i'm not gonna be happy in a van i had to be the realistic one and be like this is not going to happen. If you want this, okay, we could compromise a little or bit Or, like, here. this is going to cost this much. Do yeah. you want to spend that? Correct. And I'd be like, no. And, and I knew that, like, her her Achilles heel was, like, the financial end of it. So if I brought up, like, cost involving in it, I feel like she was easily... Is that how you've been a lot, of, a lot of the time she'd be like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to pay for that. That's too much money. Yeah. So let's, let's break it down and do this, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it was I a know. happy find. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I have a camp chair. That's not even mine. I'm borrowing it from a friend. That's hilarious. And those little plastic drawer tubs for my clothes. And, yeah. I, and I have a cooler that I just have, like, some like bubbles in it. And I'm yeah. like, I'll just go get ice at work or whatever. And I'm right. like... And that's so, good. Yeah, so yeah, I'm finding, like, it's actually been really helpful. And that's the one thing that I kept seeing a lot of people say. They're like, your first build, you know, kind of build it how you want it if you want to do nice. But it's don't necessarily go all out because yeah. most people find that when they build it, they're like, oh, they're not happy. They're, in yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. They change so much on their second build or third or fourth. Yeah. Or whatever, so. I can say like from our first build to our second build, it's not too much of a difference. One thing we did was like a little bit less countertop, mm-hmm. um, which we also renovated in our first van and took away some countertop. Uh, we made more seating in this van yeah. because we wanted the ability to be able to host some people. Mm-hmm. Now that van life is becoming more popular and you see more people on the road, there are, there are definitely times where you caravan for you know two or three weeks with people, and it's definitely nice to be able to fit everybody inside your space yeah. and showcase and and play games and hang out and have that that option. Yeah, um, I do love that aspect of it, but at the same time, there's always somebody with a van or a bus like that. So it depends on if you rather go to somebody (laughs) else's. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, and if, and if you could fit like, you know, most of the time you can fit four people in the van comfortably, no matter what your setup is. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of easy to host, uh, in, in that type of situation. Yeah. 
you can talk about this if you want. It's up to you. But you bought the van mm-hmm. with your partner, yeah. and the two of you were going to, like, do this whole thing together. Yeah. So, I guess my question, like, I know that it was your idea to begin with in the first place, but was there ever that moment where you were like, you know, if I don't have him, then I can't do it? Or, like, you know, just, yeah. like, the doubt? Yeah. No. I don't think I felt that at all. That's <laughs> good. Um, to be totally honest, I I think it was more of, like, okay, if I don't have him, this is going to be an opportunity for me to really dive deep to myself Mm -hmm. and, like, take advantage of learning more about myself. And, you know, because something that I definitely have struggled with, like, the past few years is just loving myself and, Mm -hmm. like, being proud of who I am and all that I've accomplished. And I, I feel like when it came to the point where, like, we weren't together anymore, it was more like, on the bright side, this is going to be a really good opportunity for you to discover all of that and Mm -hmm. get really comfortable with being alone and doing things on your own because I follow quite a few solo female van lifers and for a long long time I was like wow I don't know if I could ever do that I'm not I'm not that brave like I I would not like I would I would watch their videos not with like envy or jealousy I would be more like the fascination of like wow they're like they're so strong to be able to do that and so I'm seeing this as an opportunity for me to be able to hopefully achieve that sense of self-peace with myself so I love that when you only have you to rely on you Mm -hmm. have to step up to the plate you know and you know make your dream happen Mm -hmm. because you've been thinking about this for such a long time time and yeah and it's cool now that it's become so mainstream and so popular that when I talk to people about it who had no clue that I even have a van they're like wow that's so cool that you're doing that whereas I feel Mm. like before it would have been like oh that's your what yeah yeah yeah. so I definitely haven't gotten that vibe from anybody just because I just bought the van like this year and Mm -hmm. van life is so popular right now so Mm -hmm. which is cool because it's going to give so many people an opportunity to meet so many people what what I love about it too it's like justifying that there's another way to live right you know like it's it's really showcasing the fact that you could do something different than what everybody else like really believes is the way to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and there's no right or wrong way to, to van life or to live in a normal house. Right. You know, that, that's totally once again, up to the person doing it. Um, my question is, is like, what are you fearing about van life? Like what, what is it that you think in the back of your mind that you're like scared of? Um, oh gosh, failing at like, I just like, you know, cause I have this fan and then I just am afraid that like, there's going to come a point where I'm just gonna be like, nope, never mind. Like, like for the build, for the build itself. And like, I mean, van life in general, which I know, like no matter what, at what point I'll figure it out, I can sell it and do whatever. But there's still that fear of like, what if this is like, what if I just wake up one day and I'm like, no, like, I, cause I have so much of my like mental space and all of my finance, like free finances are so dedicated to like doing Mm -hmm. it that it's like, it's, I think it's scary to think about like, what if this doesn't, what if I like, it's all done and I go on my first trip by myself and I'm like, I hate this. Like, yeah. oh, that's scary to think about. Do I you think, think that that would happen though? Cause I feel like I you're know. already kind of living so. in the van. I don't, I don't think so. Um, especially because last summer there'd be so many times where I'd get off work on Friday. We'd, um, my partner, he had a Jeep. We'd pack the Jeep up and we just would go somewhere. And I'm like, God, I don't want to go back. I just want to stay. Yeah. So, you know, so I don't think that'll happen, but there's still that like rolling fear of like investing so much time, energy and money into something that like, Might just to not. find that like, yeah. I don't like it. So yeah. I think really that's the only thing that really scares me about it. Like as far as everything else goes, like all of like the typical van life things, I'm like, meh. Yeah. I'll take care of it when it comes. Good so enough. like to give you some advice or like, yes, you know, please. um, 
for Alex and I, there were many times where we thought we were going to quit building the van because we just were like in a weird headspace or something like that. Not that we were ever going to actually quit, but there were feelings of like, yeah. I just want this to like be this over. Like this day is too like hard. this day is hard. This project sucks. Sometimes just taking a step away from it. Yeah. And and giving yourself the opportunity to like get back into a better mental space, or asking for help, or asking for help, yeah, or whatever it is that it's going to be there for you. You just need to be open to um, allowing that to occur. Yeah. Um, and then uh, failure, like everybody has this weird uh, like thought process on like failing is a bad thing. Failing is not a bad thing. Right. Failing is a good thing. It's an opportunity to learn mm-hmm. and to get better, like, know more about who you are. Um, it's opportunity for you to grow as a person. And, I mean, everybody out there who has ever became something has failed thousands of times, hundreds of thousands of times, some of them. Mm-hmm. And some of them become the best ever at whatever it is they're doing. So, like, look at, look at failure as a as, like, a positive thing. Not as a negative thing. Right. You know, I think that might help change, you know, that, that fear a little bit for you. If it could help. I yeah. don't know. You know? Thanks. Yeah, of course. I think the other thing, too, about, like, say you get in the van and you're all done building it and you decide that you don't, you know, it's not for you. That's not necessarily failing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have learned all these new skills. You... You know, you had this dream for such a long time, mm-hmm. and then you make it a reality, and now you're living it, and it's okay to be like, you know what? This isn't exactly what I thought that it would be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, but then, at least you know. Because mm-hmm. then if, you, if you'd if you never bought the van, if you never built the van, if you never did the whole thing, and you were still, you from a year ago, wishing that you'd wishing bought the I van, okay. you know, yeah. and you stayed that you for another 10 years. Yikes. You, you know, that. yeah, because yeah. then it's like, it's like, it's, I feel like that's almost worse because mm-hmm. then it's like, I don't know if I would have liked it or not because I never even tried. Right. So mm-hmm. if you try and it doesn't work out or whatever, because okay. like when we built our first van, like our plan was to only be in it for a year. We were like, we're going to build this van. We're going to travel for one year. In that one year, we were going to do all 70 mountains and- on the Epic and Icon Pass drive to Alaska, spend the summer in Alaska, then drive all the way to Panama and be back in Florida for Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, what a life, huh? <laughs> that was gonna, busy. Yeah. On the road. That yeah. was going to be our first year. We didn't realize drive. how much went into that. Like, yeah. We didn't realize that we would literally get to spend one day everywhere we went and had yeah. to keep going. Like, Ludicrous. You don't, you don't right. realize that stuff until you start doing it. Right. Like These are things that, like... You have to live the life in order to understand it. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to tell somebody who's never lived a certain lifestyle, um, you know, about something. It's just going to go in one ear and out the other. It's like when I was doing air conditioning for a living. If I would have just went to school and not actually did the work, I would have never understood school. Right. You know what I mean? I, I had to actually do the physical work in order to get what those textbooks were telling me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. True. What's your friends and family think about it? They're supportive. They're they think it's really cool. My a lot. I mean, especially now more because it is more mainstream and more popular. They are more fascinated by it. But when I I remember when I first told them like years ago, they they were very much like, "What? You want to <laughs> do what? You want to go live in a van down by the river? Like they're like, why would you want to do that? 
I'm like, because I've literally been here in Bellingham my entire life, and yeah. I haven't really, I haven't really seen anything. I've been, a, I mean, I've been a few places, but the idea of buying a house and like settling down in one spot, which would probably be here, mm-hmm. like living here for the rest of my life, and then only traveling what with however much vacation you get at work. I'm just like, I'm like, I don't want that at all. Like, so I think when they saw that I really was serious about it and how much I actually like how much joy it brought me to like watch these other people like do this thing that I wanted for so long. And then when I bought my van, they're like, Oh wow, she's serious about this. And like when I really explained it to them and, um, they became more supportive. And now like there's certain things now, I mean, now that I have the van, like my friends, we've been able to go do like little camping trips here. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I can't wait till your band is done. This is going to be so awesome nice. for you. So it's amazing to see like how your friends and family can go from one side and completely, once you help them understand, mm-hmm. they completely like shift their point of view on it too. Right. I think one thing that becomes clear to them uh, is that no matter where you go, you have your home with you. Right. So you have like this extra sense of comfort mm-hmm. that... When you go on a trip somewhere and you just drive your car there, right? Because most people are just imagining it in the sense of like they drive their or car. Or like tent camping or like maybe. A tent. Or like... And that's all great stuff too. But it's just different when you have your full home with you. Mm-hmm. And you can literally get off of the side of a mountain and cook dinner. Yep. And then lay in your bed. Right. Or take, a, take shower. a shower. Yeah. And... Yeah. You know, and have all the different types of clothes that you need for whatever the weather is. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it realistically, it changes the game so, so much. much. It yeah. really does. For sure. Yeah. My sister, she, so my friend and I were, we went, we were going to go to Oak Harbor and we we're going to go camp overnight and go to the drive-in movie theater. And my sister and I were shopping at Target that morning before we were going to leave. And I told her, I was like, come with us. Just come with us. It'll be so much fun. And she's like, I don't have any clothes with me. Like, what am I going to, I'm like sis I got all my stuff in my car she's like all right I'm going and like we literally left Target we parked her car at our uncle's house in Bellingham and we went and she just came with us and I was like see this is this is amazing yeah. like, this is, like it's all here with me so yeah. I gotta ask did she have the time of her life oh dude it was so much fun yeah. and she was so happy she came with us and I'm so happy she did too so that was an experience yeah and I'm her. sure it like definitely helped change her perspective on you know mm-hmm. the possibility of some type of lifestyle like this for you yeah and maybe even for her yeah well she's even I even have like joked her I'm like you should buy a van too she's like that would be so much fun I would Aww. love to and because her boyfriend he's got a I think a Toyota Tacoma and yeah. they built a platform in, the, in back. the back so yep. that if they go camping they can stay there so and they've done that a few times and they love it so yeah we met yeah. many of people with Tacomas that they love camping out of some mm-hmm. of them have like a tent on the top as well as the bed in the back yeah. and and uh actually one of our good friends CJ uh that we met at the Wolfpack Roundup we did like a tour of his and it, it's amazing to see what people utilize to be able to go, like, way off-grid. Right. Um, because, like, he could go even further than we can. Right, yeah. Like, that, that Tacoma could climb could a wall if it needed far, to. yeah. You know, and, yeah. like, in that case, you're not scared to do it, too, because you don't have, you know, cabinets that are hanging up and stuff like that mm-hmm. that, are you know, could possibly fall down on you. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, a another way to do it, another way to live nomadically, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So why the ProMaster? Oh gosh. Uh, well, price was like a huge, <laughs> the pricing was mm-hmm. a huge also because before I bought the van, I knew that I wanted to do the Pan American highway. And I've seen a lot of van lifers who had Mercedes or they had, um, 
there was mm, mostly it was mostly Mercedes, and some of them had a really hard time, like if something happened mm. or if there was an issue they were having. Some of them had a really hard time getting parts that they needed mm. or whatever. And the ProMaster, uh, their facility is in Mexico. Yeah, you know. So as yeah. far as and it's the Fiat. Yeah, Fiat's exactly. So being able to not so not only that the price and I also really like the size and the idea of being able to sleep wide long ways, long ways yeah. instead of like front to back. I. I don't know why, but I really like the idea of that. And also, balling on a barista budget here, so <laughs> Mercedes are a little expensive. Yes. Are you, you going to be making like little barista coffees for people and stuff? You know, I, my dad, he was like, "You should get a cute little roaster." Because there's a there's a van life couple. I don't even remember who they are, but I saw them and his. They were married. His wife had a roaster in the back of their van like underneath uh-huh. their bed and I was like and they is- roast their own coffee yes uh-huh. and so they it like pulled I think it pulled out on a slide like a draw slide yeah mm. and she would like roast beans I was like that is so cool like yeah. I love that and it's kind of a perfect yeah. idea too if you want to make like a couple dollars on the road so, yeah you could be like hey I'm making coffees they're two dollars each you right. know well, so there's that one each. couple that we follow on Instagram I think they're called Autobahn Coffee yeah and they're out of Oregon yeah they mostly stick around in Oregon yeah and so their van is basically like a mobile coffee shop and you can like they have like their you know there's certain neighborhoods where they go to like certain days of the week or whatever and and then then, they do private events yeah they do private events but like it's literally just like a little barista shop that's so cool yeah i I was even looking at um and i've been looking on facebook marketplace trying to find like a 1950s or 60s like shasta trailer to purchase cool and tow behind so i i thought maybe i could do that that would be something i could do because i really do at the end of the day like i love making coffee it's so mm-hmm. much fun and the amount of people that i've met over the years just from the coffee. working there mm-hmm. like it's insane so yeah. you know so and i also i'm like out and about doing grocery shopping i'm like oh she drinks this and he drinks that and like, <laughs> she can't have gluten like <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's funny so, you have like an old milk in there you have like yeah. a regular milk you yeah. have all your different types of things in there yeah yep. so you can sell to anybody on mm-hmm. the road yeah so are you planning well i guess what is your plan about like work and things like that so like obviously right now you're in the build phase so mm-hmm. you're probably just trying to like you know make as much money as you possibly can yeah. to like pay for the build. yeah yeah so i financed the van i didn't pay for it outright and so but my entire build i'm paying in cash right so um so yeah so i'm just working and then all my money goes to that Exactly. So, and then eventually, once my build is done, um, I would like to live in it full time and still work full time. And just instead of, because I thought like I could go get an apartment somewhere or a studio, but I'm like, but if I'm going to build my van out, why wouldn't I just live in that double up Mm -hmm. on getting it taken care of and paid off? And then I want to probably, I'll probably work for like a full year and just save, 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 save and go from there. Yeah. Who knows? Like, if I find a place that I love and I want to stay long term, like, I know I can get a coffee job anywhere. Like, right. I've done it long enough and I'm internationally certified, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was oh, I didn't even know it was a thing until my company that I work for, they, um, at Coffee Fest every year, you can go get your international certification. And at the time when I got it, they were offering to pay for it. Cool. So they paid Why for the not? certification to go do it. So I was like, all right, if you guys are going to pay for it and I'm going to get paid to go to Seattle to do right. this, why not? So, yeah. Yeah. So, so if you guys didn't know, we have an international coffee <laughs> barista star. <laughs> I even got a special pin that I got to wear at work that was like internationally certified. So wow. I was like, it's so goofy, but it was fun. Like, That's cute. I was also 19 when I got it. 
and I thought it was so. I was like, oh my gosh, so neat. So yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Anybody who's internationally oh. certified, I mean, I feel like that's a pretty mm-hmm. sweet so, thing. But yeah, I definitely, uh, I've learned a lot working there. So, but I mean. Yeah, so if there's always a coffee job somewhere, I know that I yeah. need Yeah, I think so. Alex and I kind of feel the same way about work, too. If, like, things didn't work out for us, like, social media, mm-hmm. digital nomad style, I could always go back to doing air conditioning. Alex could always find an executive assistant job somewhere. And we're not scared to do any type of job, really, yeah. I feel like. I feel like Alex and I have no, like... We both have, like, history and service industry yeah. and, like, stuff yeah. like that, so... If one of the biggest worries for me when we first got on the road was like, what if we run out of money? And like, then what are we going to do? So I like made a whole list of like, okay, we could get a job here. We could get a job there. We could do mm-hmm. this. We could do that. And the list was like, you know, two pages long. Because it's like, you could literally find a job doing anything. Yeah. yeah. If you're motivated and willing to like, you know, you can make take things. a chip off your shoulder. Yeah. You could get a job doing yeah. anything. You yeah. could make things, sell them on Etsy. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many different possibilities yeah. of work. It's, and, in, it's incredible. Yeah, even seasonal work, too. So, you know, if you find some place that you really like, get a seasonal job to mm-hmm. you know if you need more money. So, yeah, that's definitely nothing that I've ever really been fearful of as far mm-hmm. as, like, what will I do for money? Because I know that, like... I'm just that type of person. I'm like, if I if I need the money, I'll go get it. Like, right. I'll make it happen. Yeah. So, like right. you said in the beginning yeah. of this podcast, like you worked three jobs at one point yeah. in time. Like that is not an easy feat, and that's somebody who is like willing to grind no matter what it is, yeah. like to to pull in the cash if yeah. you have to. Is yeah. that a coffee joke? Yeah, right? <laughs> that was a good the one. Grind. <laughs> the grind. The grind. Uh, yeah. But so what's so. interesting to me, you kind of so we're in this town called Bellingham. Mm-hmm. It's just north of Seattle. It's this really cute kind of like. It's like a small city vibe. Um, It's a college town. There's like a really awesome downtown. Lots of, we just had delicious tacos for lunch. There's all these great coffee shops. And so, what our uh, video about this week that was not what our video is about this week is like urban van life. And so, you know, parking in kind of more residential places or like downtown or you know the benefits of like being in the city mm-hmm. when you're living in a van and so you mentioned that like you're going to still be working full-time mm-hmm. for at least a year when you're like done building yeah so I think that's kind of interesting in terms of like you know living in the city and then also living in your van right mm-hmm. yeah it's it's uh I see a lot of vans around so and, and especially here because I'm from here I have a, I have a lot of friends and all of them were, are like, come stay in my driveway, come use my shower, mm-hmm, this yeah. and that, and this and that. But I also, because I live here, I know where everybody, like, I see a Parks. lot of the places mm-hmm. where people can park. And also, um, I was like, I know this apartment complex. Like, I, I, used, I was like, my brother used to live here, and they don't have, like, you don't have to Yeah, they, they're like, not checking. Like, whatever, like, maybe that's a little too mm-hmm. much, but whatever. So, yeah, there's so many, like... I thought for sure, like, oh, it's going to be really hard to find somewhere to park, but it's so easy. Good. Like, there's so many, and, and it's, and maybe it's just the dynamic of Bellingham specifically, because I know that all, not all cities are like that, but even where I work, um, there's so many parking spots there, and there's, I've seen van lifers will be, live there, mm-hmm. just in the parking lot for, like, a week. Uh-huh. And they'll come and go, and I'm like, see, I could even just stay here, like, mm-hmm. no big deal, so. Well, so it's all city-to-city based, it's all mm-hmm. about, like, whatever their ordinances are. So, like, for instance, fun fact is, New York, Brooklyn, you could sleep, you could live in a car. Yeah. Like, literally, it's allowed. So, like... You, it's a very easy place to actually do van life. Right. And there's many cities around, 
you know, uh, all over the states and all different places. It's county to county sometimes and whatnot. So mm -hmm. it's all about looking up the audiences in that area and seeing, like, if you could literally just park on the street, nobody's going to bother you parking mm -hmm. on the street. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. you still have the benefit of making the money of the city job right. while not having to pay the rent, the rent to live in the city. Yeah, yeah. and here it's so stupid expensive in Bellingham right now. I know a lot of places are really expensive, but Bellingham is having a really hard time with it. The vacancy rate right now is less than 1%. Wow. So wow. people like don't have options. They don't yeah, have Yeah, like, and the landlords can charge whatever they it want. Is, it is so stupid expensive. What like, is like the average uh, rental cost Right in now, Bellingham? if you're looking for a two-bedroom house, it's really difficult to find it like a two... Mm, it's really difficult to find it less than 2000 a month. Wow. A two-bedroom house in the area. Wow. Especially, like, with, like, the income that is in this area, that's real. people are having a very, very hard time. And the homeless population, unfortunately, has gone, has skyrocketed mm -hmm. because of it. And there's, you know, it's just, it's so, it, it's really sad that that is the reality that Bellingham is seeing right mm -hmm. now. But it just, yeah, it's so stupid. I think, it's, that, it's, it's I think that's kind of a reality yeah. everywhere right now, especially with, you know, the current events that we're in with, mm -hmm. with everything going on in the sense of the pandemic. You have a lot of people that, you know, either aren't willing to work because of what's going on or um, can't find the job because, like, their old job has now, you know, let them go and that was, like, what their skill was and that's mm -hmm. what they're still trying to get. Uh, but, but yeah, like in all these different places, there's definitely a housing crisis and, you know, a lot more homelessness going on just because mm -hmm. of the, the state that we're in, I feel like yeah. right now. And then also too, like being a hiring manager at my job, a lot of people would rather just collect unemployment. So trying to find people to work. So adding all of those issues on top of it yep. and then also trying to find people to work. Is really it's difficult. just like, it's just like, yeah, it's. It's tricky. Uh, it's so hard. Yeah. yeah. And I, I believe that, too, because, like, uh, you know, people getting free money and free, you know, uh, which is great for some people, mm -hmm. but not for everybody. Right. You know, some people need that little kick in the butt to get going, and some will just get going on their own. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, on the plus side, yeah. I learned on TikTok today, Ooh. so you know it's an official source, <laughs> um, that apparently land is really cheap right now. So yeah. if you just want to buy an empty parcel of land, right. it's very inexpensive right now because the cost of lumber is so incredibly high They're trying to that nobody it. can, like, build anything. Yeah. Right. So it's like, they're like, we can't get rid of this land, and it's like, you know, just sitting here vacant. I think that So if that you want to buy to, some land... I think that means we need to buy some land. Yeah, and then in sit some nice on places, it. Right. And then when it comes back up, it's for sale. There you go. Yeah. Or we could just, like, commute to those places. Have a nice place to stay. And live on different plots of land yeah. in different places. Yeah. That might be a... Unfortunately, I don't think we're very mortgageable right now. Yeah, but what if we buy it cash? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Frank. Frank's balling out. I mean, not really, but I, you know, I could have... I could have dreams. We saw this one, another one on TikTok. I guess, like, I've gone down this rabbit hole on TikTok, so that's what they're serving me right yeah. now. There was this, like, property of land, like... Like in Nevada somewhere, that was only thirty nine hundred bucks for like two acres or something. What? 
And I was like, Frank, we gotta buy this. And then I look at all the comments and they're like, yeah, because it's like 140 degrees there every single day. Or like, yeah. oh yeah, don't mind the 40 mile an hour winds that blow through here. <laughs> you just feel the van rocking <laughs> all the time. Like, but it's ours. I just imagine Check like the panels on the roof, are they still there? <laughs> From the, the Vegas vacation, the uncle who lives in the desert oh, in their yeah. trailer. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like that would be us on that $3,900 plot of land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is cheap plot of land. Wonder why. Right. If anybody was like thinking about getting into van life, would you have any advice for them about like what to do or like just like words of encouragement if they're like on the fence? I would say just do it. Like that's, I think for me, like part of the reason why I took so long to purchase the van was because I was like, like I had that fear of like, you know, but like once I just went for it and did it, I found one and like even driving to the dealership, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I about to be? What am I about to do? What am I doing? What am I doing? But I did it and I was so happy. So happy that I did. So if anybody that's on the fence, I would say just go for it and do it because the reward that you would get just from the, the community of van life it is, Mm -hmm. is enough. That's enough for me. That's nice. enough for me. So. It's amazing. Oh, That's some really else. great words. Yeah. Just go for it. <laughs> I want to give you a gift. Thank you for being on the podcast, and we're going to gift you one of Alex's books. I was wondering what you were doing down yeah. there. I didn't even <laughs> notice what you were doing. I'm getting sneaky over here. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but yeah, so we, we appreciate you being here. Oh, um, thank you. Oh, look at you. you made the cover. <laughs> and hopefully there's some tips yes. in there and some tricks that help you with your build and not only with your build, but also Don't on your travels for sure. Yay. Wow, what an amazing chat we just had with Christina. I feel like that we got to know her really well during this time that we got to hang out with her. And that's something that's really incredible about van life, no matter whether you're just getting into it or you're thinking about getting into it or you're in it right now. When you meet somebody and you hang out, you really get to know them on a pretty deep level because you spend such a good amount of time together. Like I think we spent like about five hours to six hours with mm-hmm. Christina today, mm-hmm. which was honestly, it was a really, really incredible time. Um, I feel very blessed to have met such a nice person. Yeah, me too. And I think that a lot of what she was saying about, you know, she dreamed about van life for so long and then to finally like buy the van and be doing it, you know, it's such an exciting moment in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want anybody who's, like, thinking about it and they've been thinking about it and, you know, like, not to, like, jump into something, you know, without due course. But if you're dreaming about something, make that dream a reality. Yeah, at least take the steps and take the proper precautions to make it a reality for yourself. And, like, like, like Christina said... Failure is probably her biggest fear. Do not let failure hold you back. Because realistically, like I said in the podcast, failure is a way to grow yourself. Everybody who has failed in their lives has utilized it as a growing experience. Well, not everybody. Not everybody, but you most people. You hope that you do. You hope that you do. I feel Anybody like who's just, successful Yeah, in life if you just fail and then give up, I mean... Yeah, like sometimes you fail so hard that you realize you're on the wrong course. Yes. But learning that is such a huge milestone. There's always messages. Because sometimes, you know, you think that you're doing the right thing and you think you're on the right course, but then the universe is like, nah, honey, like, look over here. I got something else for you. Yeah, so you have to be open to possibilities. But I think, you know, when your heart is calling for something, you have to do it. 
And I think the key is, is like, do it now while you can, because you're going to regret it if you wait too long. Uh, and I think that's the key to life, really, uh, for, at least for me. A lot of people that I met throughout my life have regretted the fact that they didn't take the time to travel for themselves or with their significant other or whatever the case may be, uh, or they regretted whatever decision it was that didn't allow them to become, you know, a more a bigger, more potential in their life. Uh, and you don't know what's going to come out of it. So and not at least till you try it. So get out there. Don't be scared. Try it. There's so many people out here in this van life community that are totally willing to help you out like Alex and myself. And we could direct you in directions uh, to other people that are willing to help if we don't know the answer to your question or we can't particularly help you in whatever that situation is. Yeah, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, our inbox is always open and we love to hear from you guys. So if you have any questions or comments about van life or this podcast or anything at all, you can always reach out to us on Instagram. It's FNA Van Life or it's FNA Van Life at gmail.com. Yep. And we are so happy because when we were on the journey of learning and even now, like we'll reach out to people and ask questions or how did you guys do that? Or what did you install mm. there? Or, Ooh, that thing looks really cool. Like, how does that work? Yeah. And we always get really positive, great answers from people. And we just want to do the same for you guys. Yeah, and I do want to give a big shout out to not only all the people out there listening, but a couple of specific ones. The O team is always out there listening to us. They're out there in, uh, I think they're trying to go to Scotland right now oh, cool. or, or something like that. I have to double back on that, so don't quote me on that, guys. <laughs> uh, and also, I want to give a big shout out to Bart. He, you know, he's been on the podcast before, so definitely go back and check out that episode. Do you know the name of it by any chance? Uh, I think it's like working well or like I oof. with Bart. That's what it is. With Bart. With Bart. So it's also a great podcast. It talks about how you could work in your van uh, before even creating a van life van for yourself. You could utilize it to do all different types of jobs. That way you can make the money to make it a reality for yourself. And then you can continue to do things like Postmates and things like that to continue bringing some type of income in. Remember... The possibilities are endless when it comes to work. As long as you have a strong mind and a respect for any type of work, you could do it. Mm -hmm. And if you want to listen to that episode with Bart, it was number 22, Planning for Van Life and Making Money to Travel. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to do us a solid, be sure to follow or favorite this podcast. Share it with a friend. Leave a comment. uh, Let us know what you love about it. And... If you want a shout out, let us know. Yeah, we really appreciate all you guys out there listening, and we hope that you have an FNA day. Man, life, YouTube channel, what they do. Everybody's got to get money. Everybody's about to get money. Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel, FNA Van Life. If you guys are loving this FNA podcast and you want more, you're in luck. We've decided to release a special, exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like. All you have to do is just join our Patreon, and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly donation, you guys are going to get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out. Go to fnavanlife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind-the-scenes content.